I want to tell you a little story now about and I um, working with trees. When I was young, and I'm going to entitle this Tim Talk, uh, Saving Trees Through Direct Action. Direct action is when something in the environment, like a forest, is being cut or animals being slaughtered, such as recently happened in Wisconsin, when 215 wolves were slaughtered in three days by the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, it's when we protest physically and get in the way and stop, try to stop what's happening. It's not a job for everyone. And it can be dangerous. And I want to add to, right now I'm in a place where I just don't believe violence should ever be a part of it. I want to be violent sometimes to protect the earth. It's my inclination, to be honest. Um, but I don't think violence works. If you look back at the history of humans, it just doesn't work. We're one of our darkest demonic parts of us is that we are extremely violent species and it's done us no good over the years it's created this thing called war and we're the only beings that make war upon ourselves so peace is important peace the path of peace it is the best way so find out there's organizations called like earth first and other ones that lead the way in this that stop certain Projects are being done like logging old growth force. And this one is personal that I'm going to talk about. Now, when I was, I'm going to change some of the locations. But years ago, when I was, you know, around 20, I, there was an old growth forest being cut. And I want to make it clear. There's only about 5% of old growth forest left in the West. Probably none in the East or extremely small amount. And they all must be saved. Old growth trees are literally life to the earth. And not one should be cut. They are the most sacred beings. And, and they, they literally need to be saved now, what's left. It's so minuscule. So I decided this one old growth forest was going to be cut in the lower part of Oregon. And with a group of people, we went up to stand in front of the tractors and the loggers to stop them. And one of the things we did is we climbed some of the big trees. I climbed one tree that was literally probably about 2,000 years old. It was a Douglas fir, and I climbed about 100 feet up. The tree was probably 250 feet. And it was so wide, it would have made, you know, probably 16 people with their arms stretched to go around the whole trunk. It was a grandfather tree of the forest, or a grandmother tree of the forest. And I climbed the tree. I made up, I set up a little tree sit, took some food with me, and sat there for 10 days. Um, the loggers were pissed. They were screaming at me, threatening me. Um, I was being threatened to be arrested. And I want to just put a caveat in here. I don't fault loggers for what they do. They're trying to make a living for their families. The issue's bigger than loggers. It's bigger than individuals. It's the way we, as a culture, think about force from simply, as we think of them as simply something that's economic, a way to make money rather than a how to preserve them and be able to log and make money and have them healthy at the same time. But the greed factor comes in, as it often does in capitalism, and it gets confusing when it's just about money. Of course, then you're going to kill everything to make the money, and you don't worry about the future. We need to think broader, bigger, and wider in order to move into the future. 
So I climbed this tree, back to the story, I climbed this tree, sat up there, took a lot of abuse. And after 10 days, I was young, I got scared, I got hungry, um, and I decided to come down. I wasn't sure if they were done or not. So I stuck down in the middle of the night, and you know, I'm proud of myself for doing this, but I sat in the woods and watched the next day, and they cut the tree down. And I gotta tell you, it broke my heart to watch that tree fall, the grandfather tree of the forest fall. And I couldn't help it. I couldn't save it. And I felt like I sold out at that point. I had to deal with for years with this idea that I sold out. Um, and I don't think I sold out now. It's just, it's not that cut and dry. But if I had it to look at again, I might have stayed longer. The good news is, one of the reasons we were up in the tree was to give time to environmental lawyers which were fighting to save this area. And they actually did a few days after I got out of the tree and it became a wilderness area which is now saved for the sake of nature itself and it's an amazing place. So there was some good news that came out of that, I mean hugely good news. But. I saw that tree cut and man did it stay with me most of my life and it gave me a song the tree gave me a song and I know some people have struggled with this and this is a hard one to teach and understand how do you get a song from a tree and as I've mentioned in other Tim talks there's a whole lot more to the world than just what we see and feel physically and songs come we call it from the spirit that moves through all things it's like an energy force that moves through all things and on that, information travels. It's like a river of, that goes through all life. And if you, if you meditate, you get calm, you get lucky, you become deeply aware, you can pick up songs and knowledge and information and have epiphanies and dreamlike moments from this spirit that moves through all things. And in nature, that just means, you know, I was up on that tree for 10 days. There was a lot of time to meditate and connect with the very living essence of that tree. Remember, that tree, remember, that tree is a living being. It had been around for a couple thousand years. You imagine what it knew? And so I picked up some songs from the tree, and one of them was about its grief and its fear of dying and not being able to be there as an elder for the forest. Because believe it or not, forests need elders just like kids need elders communities need elders in the human world okay force need elders so here's the song it's about the grief of the fear of losing its life and not being there for the other trees hi hi hi
this song in the tree for hours you can go on and on with the same verse each time it would take me more into the heart of the tree to feel what it was feeling become a more feeling person i think that's one thing i've really learned from trees they've allowed me to they've shaped a feeling part of me that that compassionate part of me that heart part they've helped it to grow in me and keep me in a in a beautiful peaceful way rather than taking on the path of violence. You know, trees are all about making it work. You know, if they can't grow one way, they grow another way. If they fall down, they keep growing. They help their young when they're struggling. They bring air to, down. To, they make air to, to help all people breathe. They bring sunlight down to make fruits and organic matter to build our ground. And they are a home to th hundreds of thousands, if not millions of insects and animals and birds. They are the ultimate givers. And the top end of that energy, tree energy, is to flourish as a human being. So I'm going to leave it at that and let you know, find a cause and get involved. And if you want to do direct action, be safe, be careful, stay away from violence, but get out there and do it, okay? The timing is right. Go for it. Now your earth needs you. Oh. <laughs>